Hello, this is Austin from the Lukewarm Cinema Podcast, and you're listening to the BS Podcast Network. Hey man, what up? You're listening to the Magic Our Way Podcast with your hosts, Kevin, Danny, Eli, and Lee, man. These are some good old boys from New Orleans, and you should just kick back, open your ear holes, and listen, man. Have fun. JMU saying snooch to the dooch. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of The Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. Magic Our Way. The Magic Our Way podcast. They are truly magical and whatnot. Sante Sun, everyone. You're listening to the Magic Highway Podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are artistic buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicRway.com is where you can find us. Today, we are talking about things that aggravate your normal Disney fan. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And on this show, we follow the Disney concept of edutainment, where we focus on your entertainment, and along the way, you just might learn a thing or two. Hey, hey, hey. As always, to join in our discussion, we have our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good. How you gentlemen doing out there today? Good. We good. It's hot and moist. Yeah, muggy. Really muggy. Humid. It used to be cool in here. Oh, yeah. yeah. That part was my fault. <laughs> yeah. Had to take that smoke break. You know how bad my, my tobacco addiction gets sometimes. You're scratching your neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I didn't take that patch off. And speaking of addictions, joining us on the show as a resident travel agent for Magical Moments Vacations, the Shaggy TA, Lee Lastavica. I have no idea what that meant, but you know, whatever. I was going to say the same thing. I don't know if like... Uh... He is addicted to making sure that you have fun on your Disney vacation. There you go. I like that And addiction. he's addicted to listen to. That is addicting. Is that, isn't that right, Lee? I'm addicted to love. <laughs> My little faces, yo. I don't know. I'm Whatever, whatever uh, if y'all want to keep coming back, uh, whatever your drug is, that's, you know. We all got our vices, is all I'm saying. There's a new drug out there that's called Beard. Lee is your supplier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, just a quick update, man. Uh, nothing affected the Magic Hour Studios here at the storm. I don't think any of us were affected directly. No. We seen, uh, all of us, no. Even in Houston, all of us seem to stay apart from that, right? No, we were lucky, man. Very lucky. And uh, But uh, for any more weekends that happen to be in that path over in the Lake Charles area, man, just we want to lend a helping hand. Just let us know. Reach out. Let us know if you need anything. Or, you know, we can also help by just providing the entertainment for you, too, as well. Sure thing. Help you pass the time. Because we know, we know what that was like. <laughs> you know, oh. Oh. Times that we know what those guys are going through. Yeah, I had an anniversary of it uh, out there on my street today. That's true, yeah. Oh, yeah, happy Katrina-versary. Happy Katrina-versary. Guys, we are recording this on August 29th, and this is the 15th anniversary of uh, Katrina yeah. hitting the New Orleans area, Southeast Louisiana. It's like even. traumatized all over again by hearing drums at a second line waking you up and uh i was like what the hell and i saw i was like oh yeah but luckily because of social distancing it was a short second line so i was able to get here like there have been longer ones where i would literally be trapped on my street i can see that it's kind of like the family guy skit with <laughs> brian, brian and stewart trying to cross the road <laughs> yeah i don't get what it is with some new orleanians needing to celebrate 
the anniversary of one of the most devastating events. I mean, we have a morbid thing here. We like turning funerals, and we put the fun in funeral yeah, in New yeah. Orleans. That's and um, Celebration of life, as yeah. it were. Yeah. But Mohegans, ladies and gentlemen, uh, be sure you subscribe to us on YouTube, as where you'll find uh, all of our full episodes, so just in case you can't use your mobile device, but you can log in with your desktop computer, where you can listen to our show. And also on there, we have our new show called Cooking with Magic with Lee. Lee, you got a show coming up. What you cooking for us next? Um, so the next one, which will be released, will be the Tres Leches Cake from um, Epcot's Food and Wine Festival from Mexico Pavilion. Tres Leches. The three Tres milks. Leches. Mucho Leches. <laughs> <laughs> no dos Leches. Tres Leches. Not solo Leches. No, no, no. Tres is más bueno than dos. A plethora of Leches. Uno. Dos, one, two, three, leches. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Well, that's exciting, man. We're looking forward to having that. So make sure you guys subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can get all that fun, delicious content from Lee. And as I said at the intro today, we are discussing things that aggravate Disney fans. Plus, we do have a couple of news stories that we must talk about. So enough of our jibber jabber. Let's go make some magic. Welcome to the queue, and this is a segment in which we get to discuss the news and happenings in the world of Disney today. Today, we are presenting two news articles that we will be discussing, and they come from August 28th. Of course, we are recording here on August 29th, which is a Saturday, as we mentioned at the top of the show, Katrinaversary. Let's talk about these two articles that just happened the day before, so let's get to it. Hey, um, y'all remember that Haunted Mansion movie that uh, we were looking forward to that was going to be written and produced by Guillermo del Toro? Yeah, the great Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, yeah. y'all remember remember that? I do. Well, apparently that's not going to happen. Yeah. Boom. Not going to happen, man. (laughs) And um, special thanks to Maweek and Steven of Downs of the Ground fame for bringing this to our attention via the Magic Our Way Pleasure Island Facebook group. So if you want to join in that discussion, join us over there. Uh, but numerous news outlets have officially reported that Katie Dippold, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I'll say Dippold, has been tapped by Disney to write their new live action movie, or dare I say remake, which is to be based on the Haunted Mansion attraction. So now you must be saying, who is Katie Dippold? That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking, yay, another Haunted Mansion movie. I'm happy. Yes. Awesome. Well, Katie Dippold is best known for writing the recent Ghostbusters reboot. The one with all the ladies in it? With all the ladies in it, yeah. Okay. All the ladies in it. 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 As well as the hit comedy The Heat, which I've never seen. Uh, Oh, that's with uh, Melissa McCarthy and... uh, Sandra Bullock. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't realize it was called The Heat. Every time I say Heat, I keep thinking of that Val Kilmer and... uh, Uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino, yeah. yeah. Which is way better. I'm thinking the inside of the studio right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry about that. (laughs) Sweating through my shirt. (laughs) And also, you know, she wrote for the TV show Parks and Recreation. How about that? Good. That's a good show. I like that. And uh, it's also good to note that this new Haunted Mansion movie will be produced by the same team who took on the live-action Aladdin movie. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah, these are the producers Dan Lin and Jonathan Elrich, and they're going to be doing it through their Ride Back banner. And uh, yeah, just to let y'all know, Lin, has, uh, he's been producing stuff like Sherlock Holmes, It, and Lego franchises. How does that hit you? Uh... Half and half. Yeah. <laughs> Mas or menos. Yeah. As a it was a creepy. I see, I see. Yeah. Yeah, it Called, was creepy, but. It was I don't creepier, know. yeah. yeah. I, I mean, having Guillermo del Turbo, Turbo. 
Turbo, Turbo, Turbo. That's his race car name. There it is. Room, room. I mean, that would at least make me think, oh man, this could be cool but creepy, like epic, like Pirates of the Caribbean epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like. This sounds like it might be a little more comedic. Well, that's the thing, right? All this points to the fact that Disney may be trying to do this as a comedy once again. Yeah. And I mean, once again, because, you know, as you remember, Disney made a a horror comedy movie based on The Haunted Mansion back in 2003, which starred who? Eddie Murphy. Who? Eddie Murphy. That's right. Eddie Murphy. So what what do y'all guys think about this? Breaking news that happened yesterday. Again, I'm a sucker for stuff that I really, really like. Like, I'm a Halloween fan. I can't wait until they make another Halloween movie, even knowing that the... Chances are it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. I'm just excited to see Haunted Mansion on screen again. Yeah. I mean, we've only gotten one, and that one wasn't very good. <laughs> I'm, it's a low bar to clear. They don't have to do too much. I mean, the lady who's writing it, I mean, the female Ghostbuster movie, I don't know. What, you, what did y'all guys think about it? I, I haven't seen it yet, to be honest. I haven't seen it. It was... It was all right. It was fine. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it. it. Oh, really? I didn't hate it. Yeah. I didn't love it. It was okay. You know, um, it was better than Ghostbusters 2 <laughs> with Vigo. 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 Yeah. It's Vigo. Yeah. I mean, they, they did good with the characters. Um, yeah. I mean, I can't remember her name offhand. Kate McKinnon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's funny. She's uh, funny. Yeah. So she was, she was, she was my favorite. But uh, yeah, I mean, for what it was, it was kind of hokey, but it was entertaining. So if that's what they're going to do with it, they're good on them. But I, yeah, I like the thought of there being a eerie twist to this attraction and, and having it translated into film just to be like, hey, this is this could be hokey. But yeah, it's scared the crap out of you too. watch out. Oh, the Guillermo's version. Yeah. Yeah. yeah if you remember, he was going to use what? The Hatbox Ghost that thing is one was. of the main haunts, which yeah. have been cool. But my understanding is he submitted like two or three screenplays and for whatever reason, Disney just never, just, they never went with one of them. He, he was like, we, we submitted two or three that we were ready to roll with and Disney just for whatever reason did not jump on the, the only thing I can assume is that they just didn't think that there was enough levity, if you will. I mean, say what you will about Pirates. I mean, yes, it is. It's an epic franchise and there's some, a lot of dark in there, but there's a lot of humor as well. I'm not familiar with there being a whole lot of humor in any of Guillermo del Toro's movies uh, to help counterbalance the dark. Cowboy was kind of... Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. That's, a, that's actually a very excellent point. Okay, so I can see that. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I would rather the Guillermo del Toro vision, don't get me wrong, but I can understand there being some some kind of a... Um, Hesitation on Disney's yeah, part? Yeah, that if we're going to do this, we want it to be something that... Parents can take their kids to, and then, oh, you like that? Well, come, let's go to the park and ride the ride. Not, mommy, why did you take me to see this? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. And then we try to go on the ride. You're like, no, I saw the movie. I don't want to go in that house. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly it. I mean, you know what I would do if I was Disney? What's that? I'd like to see a CGI animated version of a haunted mansion movie. Uh, or even a stop motion thing done like, like Tim Burton. I mean, my God, that guy has an affinity for the attraction. I think he'd be a natural to to put together something like that. But having said that, that's not what we're getting. And uh, I'm looking forward just to seeing it on screen again. Yeah. And like you said, it's, it's like, it was a low bar to clear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to do anyway. So it's got to be better than what we had. No offense to Eddie Murphy. I love Eddie Murphy. But, you know. That wasn't one of his better ones. No, it wasn't one of his better no. ones. You know, no. Coming to America is still one of his better ones. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but that's, that's a totally different movie. It was better than Dave, though. That much I'll give it. I don't remember Dave. But. Exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. Is that the one where he was like the robot inside of himself? Yeah, or like he was run by like Kevin Hart. 
Gabrielle Union, and it was like this weird, yeah, robot inside himself. of himself. It was really goofy. Okay, well, I'll take your word for it. Yeah, I did like yeah. Doctor Doolittle. Oh, I did like that one. Yeah, that was, that was kind of a drop. Maybe anyway. do a Frighteners kind of thing with it. Hopefully, that would be kind of cool. Oh, is that Guillermo del Toro as well? No, no, no. I'm just saying like that kind of style of humor with horror. Because that was a really good movie, but it was dark. It, it was scary. Who was that? That was a famous director. Who was who did the Robert Zemeckis? Get was it Zemeckis? Really? Wow. He directed it. You sure? I know you had something to do with it because. Um, Oh, it's Peter Jackson. Peter Jackson's the one who did the Frighteners. Peter Jackson. Okay. There you go. Nice mix of horror and comedy. Listeners, we're curious to know what you think about this. Just email at show at magicrway.com. Also, we have some sad news to report today, and this comes from the evening, again, of August 28, 2020. At the age of 43, Chadwick Boseman passed away after having battled colon cancer for the past four years. He passed away in his home with his wife and family at his side. He is best known to Disney fans as our live-action Black Panther in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but he has done a lot more. Uh, there are very few celebrity deaths out there that I'm affected by, but, you know, and I was texting with you guys last night. This one got me, man. Oh, yeah, this one definitely here. got me. It was, it was uh, and, and what's even worse is, like, we, we just popped on the movie last night just so we could watch it. You know, we had dinner, and it was, like, turning it on. It was like, oh, cool, man, Black Panther just sitting and then all of a sudden, Lee in the Facebook group posts this thing. I'm like, what the hell is this? Oh, let me fact check Lee, man. No offense, Lee, but I was like, no, no this can't yeah, be true, I mean, man. I, I, I know, man, because there's so many of these things so many times that you're like, oh, no, so-and-so passed away. And they're like, no, he didn't. And, you know, it, it was it's one of those ones you definitely did not want to believe when you saw it. Yeah, no kidding. It's, it, and, you know, I didn't recognize the, the source that you had, and, and that, that's cool, too. But when I started looking at it, it was like, Oh, Newsweek. Oh, NBC. Oh, all this Twitter stuff. Oh, Washington Post. Holy crap. What? Yeah. And I showed my friends and we're watching. I mean, I showed my friend and my wife. We're watching the movie with and we're just like, we're all like, what? And and we just decided to watch this movie. It's, like, it's, it's crazy, man. I'm just like, I'm watching the dude. And after we finished Black Panther, I immediately went into Endgame because I didn't want to watch the first one because he died there. <laughs> so, <laughs> you wanted to watch him come back. back. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to watch him come back at the end, man, which was badass. But anyway. Uh, man, yeah, this one, this one, this one kind of this hurts a little bit, man. I, 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 I couldn't believe it. And don't feel bad, Kevin, because I fact checked you after you sent that link because I didn't want to believe it. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I, saw it. I did the same thing. You go from disbelief to completely disheartened, and you're like, oh, variety, oh, <laughs> yeah, 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 oh, shoot. everybody, AP. Uh, it, it's it's funny. The last time I felt like this about a celebrity was Robin Williams. It was yeah. another big death. Kobe Bryant for Kobe me. Kobe Bryant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that was that was more recent for sure. Sure. I, yeah, I think it was, that, that was also 2020. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because <laughs> I, I saw a picture of him with Chadwick Boseman and Kobe Bryant Ugh. together. I was like, dang, man. Oh, Look yeah. At that. Like, All-Star game, like when he yeah. judged. Oh, man. Oh, oh my God. That's right. Yeah. He, he judged the slam dunk contest. That's right. That's right. You know, I remember thinking then when I saw it, I was like, man, he looks like he's lost some weight. He, did, he was kind of lethargic. Remember he came on, he would just he would just do the Wakanda side and be like, all right. Yeah, but he looks skinny is how I thought. I don't know about lethargic. I didn't take that away from him. But I'm like, you know, sometimes actors bulk up for roles and they like Christian Bale does it all the time. But now that you say that, I, I do remember thinking that at the time. Oh, yeah, that man. was this past year. Yes. Yeah, because you, you put it on, I watched it over there uh, by y'all, yeah. Oh, my God. Just to, to think about... What this guy was doing while he was suffering with this is just amazing. Yeah, it's, 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 it's unreal. Yeah, and he's younger than us. I mean, that's like, the thing. It's forty three. Yeah, <laughs> it's and it's and such a such a talent to lose. Uh, I had um, 
funny thing is like i was watching this show justified and he made like a small appearance on an episode and he stole the episode he just was a real good i mean he was like you said, Jackie Robinson, James Brown, Thurgood Marshall. I mean, so like Hollywood really picked this guy to be the African-American icon pretty much for Hollywood. I mean, and you don't get bigger than Black Panther. No, no disrespect to those other people that he played. But I mean, yeah. I mean, well, like, he was playing heroes and then he transcended by becoming a hero himself. Better put. And yes. bringing Black Panther to life, I yes. would say. Yeah. Thank you. Yes, that's a way better way to put it. Uh, so it's like, wow. And so that's, in my opinion, that's a real tough thing to replace. I had a couple of people write me like, well, anybody could be Black Panther. I'm like, shut the f- up. Like, <laughs> damn. Like, you know, uh, <laughs> here's a guy, the guy just established this. Well, and that's a and really that's a tough. I mean, it's tough to bring these characters to the screen, especially one that hasn't had the chance to be reiterated like fifty times, like a yeah. Batman, a Spider Man, right. Superman, Superman, yeah. right? So this was the first shot, and he did a he knocked it out the park. He did, you know, and so to see that happen, which is a tragedy, but then to also know that now that part of that legacy is going to be cemented now. I mean, he's going to be like... He's uh, the benchmark. Exactly. Yeah, for like, me. You know, like for a me. Christopher Reeve, uh, you know, that kind of oh, thing. Oh, yeah. That's a good example. Absolutely. Yes. And, but still, like, now that whole legacy gets pushed back now. I mean, that just alters everything. And, I mean, and that's also a, a weird side effect to this as well. But still, so young. So and, very um, young, man. Yeah, real good talent, you know. And that affects us because we're all around that age. And we're, we're older than him, <laughs> in fact. Yeah. Uh, that's the crazy part. And it also, the thing about this is it almost feels like Black Panther kind of died with him. Because, I mean, here you have this first truly inspira- inspirational, transcendent African-American Oh, not even African-American. He's African. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Black Panther's African. Living his own African superhero yeah. that really, I mean, was was taking it, his place up there with the upper echelon, the Supermans and the Batmans and the Wolverines. And he was taking his rightful place up there. And it just feels like he's that's all been lost. And now we don't know for the foreseeable future you know, when we'll get another iteration of this character. And as you put it, I mean, to people who think that you can... Yes, it's debatable who's the better Batman because there was like four or five to choose from or Superman, Superman or whatever. I mean, there is only one Black Panther and you don't just cast somebody else after that. Yeah, it's not right. like Harry, Dumbledore and Harry Potter where it's right. like, you know, by the third movie, you're like, wait, who's this? Well, he cut his beard? What? <laughs> right, right. You can't do that. Like, you know, like Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. So even if they, when they, when they redo it, the MCU and all this other stuff, they're going to be a different person, but you're going to be like, I don't know. I still like Hugh Jackman. I mean, you would need at least like, four for lack of a better word four different actors to portray that role before you finally get that reinvention of the character reinvention of the story and then be like oh okay we've done justice to this character again and that really just it says a lot but yeah i think the black panther franchise gets set back like like way back and i i mean i remember you said the thing and i was just like <laughs> like I, I remember just, that was just what i wrote yeah, right. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Exactly what I was thinking too. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't believe it. Yeah, I was like, man, twenty twenty, damn. I mean, you know, it did bring to mind. Like as soon as that happened, though, I was like, I have been wondering how come we haven't heard anything about a Black Panther two yet. I mean, for that movie to have been so successful, that character to really stand out, no one was asking for a Hawkeye or a Vision or a Black Widow or any of those movies. Everyone wanted to see a Black Panther two, and we never heard anything about it. And 
uh, just to think of the fact that so many of those movies, I mean, this guy spent the remaining few years, how many of us, if we were that rich, had, had completed the body of work that he had, would just say, you know what, I'm spending the last three years of my life just enjoying the fruits of my labor, I'm traveling, I'm relaxing at home, I'm, I'm going to take it easy. This guy worked his butt off for the remaining four years of his life to leave a legacy. Yeah. Big time. Yeah, Netflix movies. I think he had like another movie where he was like a some cop or something like that chasing back. I, f- I can't remember the name of the, the movie offhand, but this was after Black Panther right. and Endgame and everything came out. Well, check this out, and I'll let Lee have his say on this. Uh, I was looking up some research to see this body of work and stuff, but he was actually cast to be part of this movie that was in pre-production. And you might know this because it was a graphic novel, a movie by the, called, by the name of Yusuke. Are you familiar with that? Mm-mm. Listen to this and tell me what you think this would have been, how awesome this might have been. Uh, basically, the story is this. Yusuke tells the true story of an African page who served warlord Oda Nobunaga between 1581 and 1582 and his journey to becoming the only black samurai in feudal Japan. Mm-hmm. I'd have paid for that. And it was based on the original graphic novel Yusuke. Wow. Damn. Wow. That wouldn't, I mean, when I read that, I was just like, holy crap, he would have been freaking awesome. That's you know? awesome. Oh, man. See? Like, man, now they got to recast it, and it's like, man, that now I'm just thinking, it's like he would have been absolutely killing that role. They cast his dude in very strong, unusual roles, and it would have worked. All right, go ahead. I know yeah. he had something to say. Lee, uh, I'm going to let you have the floor, have your say. We, we've, we've talked enough on this, and I could go on forever. No, I just, uh, the, the one thing that, like, my immediate reaction is like, man, you know what? Just, 2020 can just go itself already. Like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like one more thing on top of everything we've had to deal with this year. And, and the crazy thing is like, for me personally, you know, this isn't like a Robin Williams level uh, situation. Cause like I've seen Robin Williams in so many things. I grew up with Robin Williams, you know, like to me, he's part of, you know, my uh, TV and movie DNA. And I've only seen the black Panther. Uh, that's the only movie I've seen this guy in, but that movie was just so good. And, you know, I mean, obviously the first thing I did last night was rewatched it uh, again. It's like, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh man, I had to go watch that movie again. And, you know, that movie in and of itself, it just was, I, I'm trying to put it into words and I'm, I'm struggling, but it's not like it was a life-changing experience to watch that movie. It's just a movie like any other movie, but it was the message was great. Um, the way it portrayed itself and the fact that, again, I'm trying to say this in a way that sounds right, but it's basically, you know, an all black cast, all African-American cast, all, you know, everything like that. But it doesn't feel, it doesn't feel like you're excluded if you're not African-American. Like, even though it was not, you know, it's like two white people in the whole movie, it didn't feel like you couldn't enjoy that movie if you weren't, you know, of that race. The, I hope that makes sense. No, 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 it makes sense. Yeah, I know how you feel. I feel that way every time I have to watch Sex in the City with my daughter. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what yeah. So, you know, and just the fact that, you know, my kid, like, he loved that movie, man. Like, when we went to Disney that last time, he, he, was, he wanted a T-shirt. He got some, he wanted, you know, he wears that stuff all the time. Just this little white kid walking around with Black Panther, you know, T-shirts and stuff on. And, um, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, it just, I don't know why it, it, it hit me the way it did. Cause again, I've only seen him in this one movie. So it's not like I grew up watching him, you know, in my youth and things like that. But man, like, I just was in a crap mood all night and even into today, man. Like, I just felt like so bummed out, man. Like, like, what else is 2020 going to hand us? 
Don't ask. I've I've had enough personally. <laughs> well, a I mean I, I don't subscribe all that twenty twenty because I mean I remember twenty nineteen and people are like, can't we get to twenty twenty? Stop taking all of our celebrities twenty nineteen. We can't wait till twenty twenty. This always well, happens. I mean, yeah, people pass away. It's gonna happen. You know, and then that on top of just all the other. COVID and everything else that we're going through. Oh, no, no doubt. This has been a crap year. But I mean, it, yeah, it, it, that's my thought. I, I just remember at the end of the 2019, people couldn't wait to get that over because there was just one death after another, after another, after yeah, another. 2020 is like, all right, I got you, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Point being is it can always get worse. It can always yeah, get you're worse. Right. Yes, Lord. Yes, um, right. <laughs> but the thing of it is, is that I think why this one hurts so much more is, is, you brought up Robin Williams, but Robin Williams had really kind of had his run. Robin was into was like his sixties or something like that. Uh, we bring up Kobe Bryant; he was absolutely much younger, but his playing career was over. The best of what he could do in the basketball court had been well documented. I mean, this is so much lost potential. We we, sh- we should have gotten at least three to four. Black Panther solo movies out of this and then we could look back upon this rich legacy or uh, as you put it the samurai movie I mean there was so many good movies before you kind of get to a point where you can say like oh man this guy really I mean we saw his best work on screen I feel like his best work was still coming yeah I'm, I'm with that I mean and, and my last thing is just that not to make a race thing out of it but you know, a lot of times uh, if some some kid sees themselves uh they're like, you know, like you say, they have black people trained as, you know, bad guys or this or that or the other. It's very rare. I think the last time before Black Panther that I saw like a black superhero was like Meteor Man. I want to count that. <laughs> you know, say I want Blade. Count Blade, I'm about to say Blade. Well, yeah, well. But Blade's not your prototypical yeah. superhero. Thank you. This is true. This Thank is true. you. Yeah, I mean, right. you know, he's badass and everything. But I guess my point is, is that, yeah, to see that you get that character that you're like, all right, yeah, he can jump, you know, 300 feet and stop a car with his, you know, bear claws. And, you know, he does. He has all these majestic things and, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, that was pretty empowering as well. And he was the right actor to cast. What an unbelievably talented actor. And it just goes to show, man, none of our tomorrows are guaranteed. This is absolutely right. Just to kind of round out this uh, discussion on them, I found an awesome story that was uh, published by Rolling Stone that's been reported and something a little happier time in his life. But I thought it was very poignant because it did involve a couple of Disney related uh, actors and stuff. If you uh, watched that uh, post that I did of Jimmy Jimmy Fallon having Chadwick Boseman on and surprising these guests, uh, you it was that's one of my favorite things. If you haven't go to YouTube, find that it's it's totally endearing. Uh, he has all these guests just come up and tell uh, Black Panther what they mean to it. They're talking to a poster, and then out comes Chadwick Boseman from the side, right? But anyway, in the course of that, one of the people that goes up uh, reveals that he's a graduate of Howard University. And so that's where the story takes place, right? So back in the day when he was in college, back in the 90s, he was uh, studying at Howard University. Of course, he was doing theater, right? And he had, uh, well, him and his peers had an opportunity to apply to a very prestigious theater program at the University of Oxford. But the group of students didn't get in. That's the great part. But they couldn't afford it. One of their acting teachers at Howard, um, I don't know, you may know her, um, Felicia Rashad. (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Huxtable. Uh, Mrs. Huxtable, or otherwise known in the Disney universe as Dr. Marsh, right? Uh, She pushed for them. She advocated for them. That was one of his teachers. She she really wanted him and his friends to go. And so she got a lot of her celebrity friends to pay for them to go. That's what he was saying. So he went. He went, put, took part in the program and stuff. But after the program, he got, you know, the the students get their beneficiary letter, letter of who gave him the money and stuff. 
And uh, he found out afterwards who funded his program. And the, lo and behold, there's this little actor by the name of Denzel Washington <laughs> that footed the bill and helped him get to the University of Oxford back when he was there. So that was, and you know, Denzel with Disney, are you familiar with who, how he's related to the, the Disney universe? Because he's a player to player, pimp to pimp. <laughs> no, no, no. Shoot, wait, Denzel and Disney. Denzel uh, in a Disney movie. He's in a oh, Disney movie? Not Glory. I wouldn't no, not Glory, but it's. <laughs> oh, remember the Titans? Yes, remember the Titans as Coach uh, Herman Boone. Yeah, yes. okay. okay. Yes. Good movie, yeah. Coach Herman Boone, yeah. Uh, but yeah, eventually that's who floated the bell, and eventually they got to meet. You know, they met just before the premiere in New York, I believe, of Black Panther and stuff. And uh, two, uh, two Disney-related actors helping out, and uh, soon to be uh, Disney-related actor in terms of Marvel, uh, and the rest is history with that. If know? it's meant to be, it's meant to be, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I, that, that was a very enduring story to me, and I felt that and I wanted to share that with you guys because I thought it was really, really cool that that took place. Aside from the fact that Mrs. Huxable was his teacher. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> I was like, what? That's crazy, man. That's yeah. crazy. But, um, yeah, man, look, uh, uh, props to you, man. Thanks for uh, everything that you have done for us. Um, thanks for being you. Uh, rest in power, King T'Challa. Thank you for being you, sir. Mm, Chadwick yes, forever. Chadwick forever. y'all welcome to the hub and this is the main segment of our show and for this episode i present a list of 12 things that aggravate disney fans uh this is an idea that i'd stumbled upon a few months ago while doing research for our disney new orleans uh series of shows and and by the way if you're new to our show and haven't just checked out our series of uh, shows discussing the disney new orleans relationship make sure you go look for them Uh, these are shows 319 to 322 uh, we did the show with Longtime A Week and Keith, a.k.a. Listener X, and it was a lot of fun, a lot of awesome stuff, a lot of good material. That was a blast. Anyway, while I was researching for those shows, I stumbled upon an article titled The Things That Annoy the Disney Fan in All of Us. However, this show is not just about that list from that article, right? So I fell down a rabbit hole with this, y'all. I just <laughs> big time. I discovered eight more articles. You took the red pill or the blue pill? <laughs> I don't know. I think I took both. <laughs> you know? That's how you do it. Expand your mind, Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> I did. It was it was awesome. But I discovered eight different articles, one podcast, and a discussion board that address this topic, and a plethora of other articles related to this topic. Okay. Well, you're going to say in a partridge in a pear tree. And a partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> <laughs> So I decided to narrow down and synthesize the information contained within all those resources. So our list right here, right now, will only cover the aggravations associated with going to the parks. And I say this because the other articles I had stumbled upon had somewhat different twist. And to give you an idea, one article was titled, uh, Things the Disney Company Does That Annoys Disney Fans. And another was titled, What You Will Never Hear a Disney Fan Say. And I'm going to save that for a different show for another day. Okay, but I wanted to keep the focus in the parks. So as I said before, I took the 10 resources I found and I combined them all to create this top 12 list that you're about to hear. One big mega list. One like, big this huge. This is the Voltron yes. list. This is like the Zorg. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to, yeah. I know Voltron, but I was trying to keep it. Well, that's Heart. not even relevant. It's not even <laughs> I was say, yeah, no, Power right. Rangers is long yeah, gone. Yeah, Power Rangers is gone. Yeah, so whatever gets together and uh, hooks up big, and yeah, makes hooks a big up old and, list. Uh, yeah, just throws things out. So it's the yeah. Hulk Hogan Macho Man Power of List. Yes, right. Yeah, that, that's not keeping it any more current. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> and, well, it, so look, this is how I did the list, right? I, I created a spreadsheet containing every point 
that each of the articles stated, and then I counted the number of times a particular point was repeated. Okay. In other words, I kept track of points that were repeated from article to article, and to clarify, the articles were not quoting or referencing each other. There were individual articles, each on their own. Right. So this so, is like the algorithm that you use yes. to determine. Yes, absolutely. Okay. And so I tallied up the count and I sorted them out from greatest to least and I decided to cut off to create our 12 list. And you're probably thinking, why 12? Well, it was just pure coincidence, right? Um, I eliminated uh, any point that only had like one or two mentions um, and the resulting list is what just happens to add up to 12. You know, I, I wanted to keep this from being a 10-hour show because there was a lot of points. I understand. And we can discuss the ones that were left off. But um, um, so this list is a list of 12 things that aggravate Dizzy fans that had three or more mentions in my out of my 10 resources. During the course of the discussion, I figured we could all you know tell our experiences, if any, and talk about some things that aggravate us that didn't make this list. My 12 list, I can sum it up for you real quick. Yeah. Fast Pass Plus, Fast Pass Plus, Fast Pass Plus, Fast Pass Plus. Fast, you know what? Just multiply that by... <laughs> if I could add to that, um, I'm going to add Fast Pass Plus if I could add to that. Oh, say. you know what? You know what's good with the fa- Fast Pass Plus? Oh, that's even better. I like that. Yeah. Fast Pass Plus. Fast Pass Plus. Say that 12 times fast. Wait, wait. Can time out real quick. So this is just Walt Disney World? No, no. This is the parks in general. Okay, so this includes Disneyland. Okay, gotcha. All right, guys. So you all ready? Let's do this. All right. So here we go. And, and I'm going to be going from number 12 to number one with one having the most mentions out of the 10 resources that I, I, I compiled together. Okay? Okay. All right, so the number 12 thing that ag- no, uh, aggravates Disney fans is poor parade slash fireworks etiquette, uh, last-minute viewers, kids on shoulders blocking the view of, and parade traffic. So that had a, you know, that had a good amount of mentions there. Well, how do you all feel about that? I don't care. doesn't matter, right? No, I, I've been to New Orleans parades all my life, and those people aggravate me. The people who go out to the parade route, like, 24 hours in advance like they they oh, like they camp put out a tent <laughs> they camp out they sleep there they, and then you know as the bands come in and the the crowd fluctuates and people get in like no this is our land we have claimed this land as you know williamsonville or whatever that, and no one shall intrude it's like dude I'm, I'm sorry but um you can't just take over this entire section of land so um but we have lawn chairs that's never bothered me now having said that i'm a tall guy that's <laughs> so true yeah, yeah. I, it, I can always put my kid on my shoulders or do whatever and then also i'm not really a parade or a fireworks person so if i'm able to catch it and it's a pleasurable experience and it's a good view and it's not all crowded we'll catch it if we if it's packed that's when i'm using the time to go ride rides yeah. so this is not aggravate me i'm kind of the same way like I don't think I've ever done a fireworks show. Watch the whole thing unless we had some kind of dessert package or VIP section or you know something like that. And I know that everyone can do that, so I'm not discounting the aggravation because, sure, man, you know, I mean, you've been sitting there out there for two hours and some dude just plops in front of you, or whatever. Okay, I get it. That's aggravating, but I just I don't care enough about the parades or the you know those kind of shows to take the time to do that but i'm also not going to go jump in front of anyone that's i'm not going to do that either so you know yeah we'll pay the 50 bucks a person to have some desserts and you know watch the show from the you know whatever patio have you okay well i'm i'm kind of in the middle are you yeah i'm kind of in the middle i mean i i ain't too a tall guy so i mean i don't have to i don't really have to worry about somebody blocking my view unless i'm trying to check out some cool chick and then somebody blocks that and that's not cool hate that but there was a time we went on the trip 
and it was that kid that was on acid or whatever that was. Yeah, we yes. He was on something. Maybe talk about we went and saw. Um, God, dog, what was that? Oh, we went and saw uh, what oh, you, all the color. Does that count in this part? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. This now, that was that was annoying. Well, we had our own special viewing section for that. We did, but you know what was annoying about that? Yeah, it was some kid who was just dancing to the music. It was and distracting. Distracted. Right? Yeah, yeah yes. but it wasn't just that. It was just that he had all of his friends, and it was so like while you're trying to listen to the music and everything, his friends were like, "Wait, Bobby, don't fall over the rail and die!" You know, like all of this stuff. So, um. I guess like too much commotion. Uh, that might drive me a little bit crazy. But as far as like somebody standing in front of me, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, well, yeah, sure. Like if I'm I'm sitting there watching Happily Ever After and some ladies yelling, "Stop that!" or I'll beat you right here in the main street. Yeah, <laughs> we're going back to like yes, it takes away from the pleasurable music and the wonderful vibes that are being exactly but i think that's kind of a different feel (laughs) than people just stepping in front of you or or i don't know i I think it's all about obstructing i think that's what i pulled from that obstructing yeah well definitely obstructed your senses it did yes yes Yes. it did it's distracting or they step on your feet when the kids are trying to run across the crowd and they step on your toe and they just keep going Stuff like that. Yeah, that yeah absolutely. Okay. Step on my toe. So you are kind of in between. I'm in between. My toes are sensitive, though. Don't step on my toe. You know. I- That's because your toenails are so damn long. That's yes, I should stop. Nah. Oh, That's my true. God. <laughs> you know, I don't think you've ever seen. Have you seen his toes? I, I have no particular need to do so. Oh, my God. I will if I need to. All right. So you ever go, you, you've been to Country Bears and you see the little scratch marks on the, on the yeah. floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bears have walked. Yeah. If Eli took his shoes off, he would have those exact same claw marks all over his floor. If he walked around barefoot, there would be claw marks yeah. in the floor. Oh, you can hear like, like those things are fierce. Okay. Well, um, yeah, I'll stay away from that. Well, I'm Paul Werewolf, <laughs> though. Um, so number 11, speaking of toes being stepped on, uh, how about those people that are reenacting the scene of the Wizard of Oz when they're linked arm in arm width-wise and going through the park that way? Taking up all kind of room as they're going through the walkways. Y'all, y'all vision what I'm talking about? I know what you're 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 saying. Yeah. I've never really run across that Same too here. often. I've uh, seen a couple of people do that down Main Street. I mean, the Brazilian tour groups kind of get to me a little bit more with the chanting and the the big the bob. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a little bit more problematic for me. I don't think I've ever seen if like I've, I've been ran into by strollers by people running getting hit by strollers is going to be number one sure <laughs> but i've never encountered the the lock arm and arm thing where there's just it's like a, a moving wall yeah i've gotten that yeah it's, it's like the nfl wall thing okay <laughs> you know like a bunch of linebackers yeah well i don't know it's just a bunch usually it's yeah, young people doing that and they're just going arm and arm ha, 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 with Skipping. their ears on you know and i have my stroller so i just stop and I end up like playing Red Rover with him, <laughs> <laughs> kind of a thing. So that's always Red Rover, kind of Red Rover, like Kevin Cumberland. That's yeah. right. That's right. So okay, interesting. Yeah. All right. So number ten is guests with poor hygiene habits. Ooh. Is something that was reported often as, as an annoyance or aggravation. I don't. I can't say I personally experienced that, but I could understand where it would be annoying if you had experienced it. Right, like I make sure to always have an extra pack of deodorant in my backpack somewhere, just because. Yeah, that's nasty. It is. Uh, I'm ditto, Lee. I, I don't know that I've really experienced it enough to where it left a mark. Not at Disney, right? But maybe in real life, I have, so I can relate. Sure. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but, yeah, with, with Disney, I mean, you're, you're stuck in so many different crowds. Like, if you were around a smelly person, the chances are it's not going to last too long before you're in a different situation. They keep moving. 
Plus, I make it a point not to try and stand in. Like, I don't. There maybe I can understand if you're if you're one of the people who don't mind waiting an hour and a half in line, and you just so happen to pick stand behind a very smelly family. That that might be an issue. Yeah, and you know, I understand in some cultures that they don't have that same kind of thing that I mean, I guess Americans would have as far as like, you know, gotta wear deodorants, gotta smell decent and stuff. And so I kind of take that into account. But yeah, I've run into some people who's like, "Whoo!" It kind of slaps you a little bit. But then you're right; it does just go away once you move through, and it's not it's not a big deal. But apparently, it is to a lot of Disney fans. Interesting, Interesting. Enough. yeah. Damn, yeah, I've never run across. That. I didn't know I was so tolerant. <laughs> this, this list is making me feel good about me. Yeah. yeah, you should. I'm wondering if I wanted people to have offended people like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering. Hey, after being on vacation with you, I'm just going to say those toenails. Kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> yeah, literally, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was scared that time. I didn't know. I didn't, yeah, I don't, I've never really run across that. So maybe I'm the person that's offended people in the lab before. Well, uh, at the number nine spot, we have guests who do not follow cast member instructions or treat them poorly. Mm, oh, like they're yeah. dogging the cast member out? Yeah, they're taking it on the cast member, all the frustrations, or just being mean to him, that, that frontline worker. Again, uh, rarity to see, but I have seen it, and it, it is disgusting. It, you know, when you see it, it's like, it's an. Fortunately, like I said, I can only remember maybe one incident for sure. I'm trying. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, only one incident that I really saw where somebody lit into some and, and it was just in a ferociously awful that's way. terrible i can't think of too many incidents most people are, are, i find are well behaved yeah usually and a lot of times when i've seen something like that and i can't recall off the top of my head but it's been in the summer and afternoon after a long day people are grumpy whatever just hot you know it maybe just rains so and now they're like oh i mean i think of uh when you mentioned that first thing came to my mind was peter when he would tell us stories, so like in some of his cases, like the stories that he told, uh, getting was, punched like, and yeah, stuff. I was yeah, like, oh, that sucks. That's that's absolutely terrible. Uh, but as far as something I've physically have seen on my own, I've not really seen. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I've not really seen a, a guest go off on a cast member to a point where the cast member, you know, cries or something. I mean, now me personally. Um, I need this for for story topic, so I personally am like, well, you know, this is bad if it happens to a cast member, but at the same time, they're they're good, you know, uh, guest behaving badly stories, yeah. So you know, I need it, I need it. <laughs> well, you know, going to what you said about Peter, I mean, that guy worked there for like three or four years, just so to only really have three or four stories of guests behaving badly is just gonna. To our point, it really doesn't happen all that often. But we want a time limit. <laughs> that is been true. like, hey, a limited time, say everything. Who knows what he could have pulled up? The only other incident I can think of, uh, you know, besides somebody just being just awful and just light, lighting into a, a cast member, the only other incident I can think of, maybe two, uh, and that was, and I think I've told the story in the podcast before, was when we were at the, we were at a character meal over at Liberty Tree Tavern during a Halloween party back when they used to do that. And, you know, the characters were coming around and Goofy went over to the table and there was a group of uh, family. It was like, you know, multiple children, multiple adults, one big, huge table. And some obnoxious woman at the end of the table says, are you the real Goofy? Or are you just some guy in a suit? Oh, oh I remember this story. Yeah. yeah. And it just she thought she was funny and she thought she was being cute. And Goofy just looked at her, put his hands on his, you know, like put his uh, what do you call it? It's, Fist on his side, Paws yeah, on like, his hips. looked at her like disapprovingly and kind of wagged his finger like, "Come on, lady, you know, no, 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 that's awful." And ugh, 
Uh, I remember seeing it and just thinking, that's how terrible is that? That's terrible. Yeah, that is pretty bad. That is bad. You know, I do have a confession. I mean, this is a story I've told before. Oh, you you were bad to somebody? Yeah. There was a time I was bad to Aladdin. I told him, move over. (laughs) I'm going to take a picture with Jasmine. Ain't nothing you could do about it. Yeah, move. Yeah, I told you about that. Yeah, you did. I'm the man in this relationship. Yeah. He's like, you want us to take him? No, I don't need you. Just her. And I took just that her. picture. <laughs> Thank you. That he was cool. I mean, I had berated, but none. I was just like, I don't want to take the picture. Does that count as being nah? Right? No, you're just being honest to Latin. I like, sure was. You know? I mean, that was kind of like playing along, though. That's not being rude. Yeah. Or, yeah. I mean, At least you, you weren't know. like Aladdin bounce. Oh yeah, yeah. punch him in his <laughs> face <laughs> or something. You yeah. know, <laughs> flip him off as he walked away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What up, girl? Did take Jasmine back? But I know, I, yeah, I I'm a show of the world. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need no carpet, girl. Just these toenails. You doing? Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I can show you these toes. Dude, seriously, when the show's over, I'm going to get the measuring tape, and you're going to be impressed. Oh my god! How long these things really I'm are? I'm scared. I'm scared. Oh man. Yeah. All right. So here, here comes number eight. Okay. Uh, so these are our path blockers. Uh, these are the traffic halting photo taking people in the parks that stop in the middle of the road and block entryways. Okay. Kind of people. Yeah. Now yes. we're finally hitting on something yes. I yes. experienced multiple times yes. on a vacation. Yes. You're yes. walking, you're walking, and all of a sudden you run into somebody because they decided to stop and take a picture or look at their map or whatever. I don't yes. Know. With you there. Yeah. You always, I always run into somebody like that. Or oh, gotta, you got to do that quick dodge. Like a running back or something. Like you're walking they're in front of you, they stop. You got to do like the spin move, like Walter Payton or somebody or Joe Mixon. That's a little current, right? A little, yeah, little current. There you go. There you go. It's just amazing how oblivious people are, though. Like, do, do you not understand that there's a million other people in this place beside you? Just move over and just take a look behind you before you stop in the middle of nowhere. Like if you're driving a car, you're not just gonna slam on the brakes in the middle of the street. Some people do. <laughs> Well, I guess you should, but what's going to happen? You're going to cause an accident. You're going to get rear-ended. Oh, you know what? Uh, I saw once, as, uh, it, it, to go along with this, is somebody like literally crouching down to tie their shoe in the middle of Main Street. While every, like, the crowd is flowing, and the dude just drops. And then I saw somebody literally trip over the guy. Oh! Uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, let's get out of here. <laughs> I don't want to be this. Oh, I'd love to see how that turned out. Jesus, yeah. human sandwich. Because I remember in my head, I'm just like, why don't you just go over to the curb on the side? It's no problem. It's only three feet away. But no, the dude just drops, ties his shoes, and somebody behind him. I guess, I'm assuming it was in this party because they were laughing, but just literally tumbled over the person on Main Street. I was like, you got to be kidding me. Wow. Yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, I, I agree. Just go on the side. I mean, and, and like a lot of times, like when we go, we're trying to get somewhere very specific at a very specific time. So, yeah, I, I, I hate that trying to break up and run. And then that's also how you get um, sidetracked because you got a crowd going. You dodge one guy and then like to see if people behind you are now taking you over like kind of away. Now you have to fight your way back to where you're going, you know, to see if humanity is tough. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Coming in at number seven, people that use the terms Disney World and Disneyland interchangeably. And this is what I mean. Hey y'all, I'm 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 going to I'm going to trip. I'm headed over to that Disneyland over in Florida. <laughs> Go check that out. <laughs> yeah, no, that doesn't. Uh, yeah, yeah it doesn't bother me, but I get why. I don't know. Like, yeah, unless you're probably like a really true hardcore fan, you just think Disney. Like, okay, let me ask you this: If what if someone just says Disney World? What if someone just says Disney World? Does that bother you? Do they need to say? Walt Disney World. There's some people that say that are that insist on the Walt Disney World. Right, that's what I'm saying. Some people are like, no, you have to say Walt Disney World. Yeah, that one doesn't bother me too much. That's just like a 
word mistake to me. I mean, I, I don't. That doesn't bother me. Yeah, that's kind of pretentious. <laughs> Just, I, I don't get that. No. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only thing is, I mean, it is Walt Disney World in Florida, Disneyland in California. Well, for me, for sure, me. <laughs> sure, sure. So it hurts you. Uh, it's too small. It, it's not like, oh my god, I can't believe you said that. But like, as a kid, you would watch those Super Bowl commercials, and like, you just won a Super Bowl. What are you gonna do? I'm going to Disneyland. And you're thinking, and like, because I don't even know that there's a Disneyland because I've never been there. Like, I, I'm as a kid, I'm thinking, oh, he's talking about in you your know, head, Florida. yeah, Florida. That's what I'm thinking when you know, like, when I got old enough to realize, oh my god, there are two parks and they look different. And and then you kind of put it together. But I mean, you really kind of be a you really got to take this stuff seriously to really kind of note the differences. I don't know. I suppose it would be like you know, if you're like you know, oh, uh, you know, it's like that guy who plays for the. Uh, the Packers, what's his name? Tom Brady. You know, like, right. oh, I am highly, that's Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. How dare you? <laughs> I would not, like, people who don't know it well enough, I'm not going to shame them. Right, I'm not going to do that either. You know, I'm just going to chalk it up as, well, they just they just don't know. And it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally cool. Yeah, it'd be cool As long as they say Disney, Disney is cool and they, they know where they're going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. One, one that I hear a lot, from, especially from fellow travel agents, is like, you'll see a news article about Disneyland, but it'll have Walt Disney World's castle on the cover or vice versa. So like not so that it's offensive, but it's like, come on, man. Like you're doing the f- story on Florida, but the castle is from California. So you think they do a little, little proofreading, you know? Yeah. But if it's like CNN doing it or like a variety or something like that, I can, some person like who's a, never a politician. Been, yeah. Some, some person who's, who's like, yeah. if, it's, <laughs> if it's an inside the magic or, um, WDW news. Today, yeah, someone's supposed to be a Disney expert. Right. Somebody who's a Disney expert. Okay. Then yeah, I can see that. But if it's like, you know, wall street journal, some, <laughs> somebody's used to reporting on, you know, politics or whatever the hell. And, they're like, okay, our, Google search Disney and boom, castle pops up and you use whatever you... They're pulling up a stock photo kind of thing. Yeah. I've yeah, seen that It reminds happen. me of that, that politician story uh, that you talked about where they used uh, New Orleans Square instead of New Orleans. Yes. When they were campaigning. <laughs> That's still funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, as their backdrop. <laughs> anyway, all right. Coming at six. Uh, this is uh, another uh, uh, aggravation for Disney fans that was reported. Peak seasons or it's too crowded, massive crowds. That kind of stuff. Massive crowds is always tough. Yeah, I I don't go. If if I can help it at all, I don't go. And if I go and it's too crowded, I leave. And I go to a water park or I go, you know, enjoy my time by the pool. Yeah, I go enjoy the other stuff. Like a lot of times I have to travel and it's usually during peaks times. And it's like, I just plan for that. You know, I, I'm not going to expect to be in the parks all day. I may go for a little bit, and then I'll go enjoy something else that Disney has to offer. You know, because the, there's a bunch of stuff. Now, I remember going to uh, Disney World and uh, during Thanksgiving with the neighbors uh, down the street. We only had one day to be there, and of course, they want to go to Magic Kingdom, right? Because I mean, would it, if you got one day in a park, what are the kids going to want to see Magic Kingdom? And it was just packed. And you did what you could to get the fast passes, but we literally decided the week before that that we were going, so we weren't able to get much. But if you do it properly, you can get a good bit out of Disney World without having to wait a whole lot in line. Because when you got young kids, it's just you can't wait in line for an hour and a half, two hours. I mean, they're going to go crazy. They're going to annoy people. They're going to annoy you. They're going to kill your phone battery, too, <laughs> because they're going to be looking for something to do. But like, if you like did Country Bear Jamboree, Fill Her Magic, uh, Tiki Room, a couple different things that you could do to kind of 
what do you call it? The sorcerers of the Magic, oh, the Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah, and you can keep kids occupied in the Magic Kingdom without having to make them really experience the crowded, and then kind of get them out of there, and they still kind of soak in the atmosphere without having to be stuck in a queue for an over an hour complaining or queue after queue after queue. Yeah, breaking it up like that. Right, yeah, makes sense. Absolutely. This is a, th- a list of things that annoy Disney fans. Correct. Correct. Yes. If you are a Disney fan and you haven't figured out that these parks are crowded. Then what are you doing? They're not booking with you. <laughs> yeah, well, if you truly are a Disney fan, you have done research. You know when is the times to go that it's slow. You know when it's time to go and it's busy. You know to get there in the morning because everyone else is sleeping in. You know, like, if you've never gone before and it's your first time, maybe I'll give you some slack and complain about the crowds. But if you don't like crowds, maybe you should not go to Walt Disney World. You know, this does sound like uh, a list of things that was put together by annual pass holders who are there every yeah, weekend. probably. Who really, <laughs> if not every three days out of a week, that really have had a chance to really study this in the aggregate, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and really experience things a lot. And so, you know, we're, as maybe we do our two or three Disney vacations a year, you might remember one negative interaction that just kind of leaves your mind because, you know, overwhelmingly you remember the positive. Uh, with them, it's like a <laughs> every week reinforcement. So that, that's what it sounds like to me. I was going to go, I thought you would go with locals because that's what I was Well, generally, thinking. annual pass holders are local. Yeah, okay. usually a lot of times, yeah. All right, yeah. That's generalizing, obviously, but yeah. All right, well, then we broke it down, but we are the same P. I, what I was going to say, though, was that now the only the only time it bothers me is, um, I know we playing pretty well. Well, Danny, Kevin, and Lee, y'all playing well. I just go for the ride. But uh, when it comes to, like, a specific attraction, like, um, like you know, like you said, Seven Doors Mine Train, or like when I used to go on test track, like like certain things, I'm like, oh man, yeah, I want to see that because that's new. Or I mean, uh, God, the rocket roller coaster that broke on me so many times, I never got to ride it until like you know, we all went on that one trip. So things like that for the traction when there's a group of people and I'm worried that I can't get on the ride because it's gonna break or it just takes so long. Those are the only times that a huge group would kind of drive me crazy. All right, going in at number five, this is uh, people who compare Disney World to Universal and vice versa. You know, once again, this, yeah, this does. It sounds like locals who are just like, this is my park, and how dare these people come in here and don't cross the stream. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they they just put their feet up wherever they want to. They walk, it's, it's almost like they're treating it like it's their home. And how dare you, uh, and, and, and not all locals, obviously, not yes, all yes. right, right. The, the ones who have gone way far beyond. Ain't no Harry Potter here! Well, uh, <laughs> coming in at number four, since you brought that up, this is another annoyance that was reported. Oh, we, just, we, we just flew right past the Universal. Yeah. Well, it, and it's kind of the same thing. Okay, okay, uh, okay, it's okay. one of the same, but I figured give his own. And this is like Hogwarts shirts at Disney World and Disneyland. Oh, God. When people wear like, in other words, like people oh. wear other park shirts, like if somebody wore a Universal shirt going to Disney World and vice versa. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that, that's why the, these two are kind of almost tied related. But I do that joke and you messed yes, it. I figured okay. it was good to go. How yeah. dare you wear a Bucky shirt? There's <laughs> I, no Bucky's here. There's no beavers in, in Magic Kingdom. I can sum up this list in one word. Things that annoy Disney World locals. Tourists. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't I that that's I guess is that to some people like, you know, the bloods going into Crips territory or something like that. I mean I, I don't have the power. Yeah, I would say so. 
No, it, but you know, I, I I understand it. It's like when you go. I understand to, it, but you remember when we went to Comic Con and people are upset, like Twilight had taken over Comic Con. <laughs> they're like, it has nothing to do with comic books. How dare they come yes. in here and promote their <laughs> the communist the- propaganda? Oh. <laughs> yes. No, it's it's really it's it's super hardcore fans who are you know they take this stuff seriously and then this means a lot to them and i understand that i i identify with them but um, what they gonna do jump on the person wearing the universal t-shirt while they did just rip the clothes right off them i oh mean y'all you know? shouldn't wear that here get out what are you doing yeah get along with that like uh, one article i was reading was like uh, they mentioned something like where people go to mgm or not mgm people go to hollywood students like hey where's harry potter's castle at <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my i mean i've worn i've worn uh, a Justice League shirt in Disney World before. I mean, like, I don't think anything of it. I'm just, like, in an artistic kind of creative mood when I'm there. Now, I've never had somebody stop me and say, hey, this is Marvel territory, son. You can't be coming in here with no Justice League shirt. They probably don't know. <laughs> probably oh, not. Sad. Yeah, oh, right? I can't wait for that movie to come out. Yeah, when is that Superman? When is Disney out putting again? out that movie? When yeah. is it gonna be a Disney Plus? It's not. Now, granted, the, the I could make the argument and say if they would approach me that the artist who drew the shirt used to work for Marvel, so I could save myself with that. But bet you didn't know that, huh? Yeah, like, you don't know nothing about me. I'm trying to bring this all in on two different levels. You understand? <laughs> you know, it's also kind of like when people think that any animated cartoon is Disney. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, that's true. It's like you know, well. That just shows you in what high regard Disney is because they think, oh, that's a great cartoon. It must be made by Disney. But Happy feet. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, someone brought it up on one of our agency pages, just, you know, just asking for opinions or kind of being funny about it. And they're like, you know, do you feel comfortable wearing a, a Disneyland shirt to Walt Disney World and vice versa? And I'm like, well, you know, it's kind of like when you go to the concert and you don't want to wear the concert shirt from the, sh- the concert you're going to like you want to you want to show that you like that type of music but you don't want to be the guy that's like wearing the exact shirt of that band does that make sense well this is a guy who puts a lot of thought into which tennis shoes he wears true. That's outfits. True. i just pack clothes that's yeah. true there's one time like but to lee's point there is one time i went to disney world and i was wearing a disneyland resort t-shirt that, that i had and i didn't purposely set out to i just grabbed clothes and while I was in the park, I had like two or three people come up to me like, yeah, man, that's right. Disneyland. That's where it's at. And then I had one cast member who was like, oh, excuse me, sir, you're in the wrong park. <laughs> you know, just trying to be funny. Um, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've done the same thing. I, I, like, I'll wear Walt Disney World stuff. And I usually wear clothes on vacation. Like I'll pick things that represent where I'm from. So New Orleans, Walt Disney World. So if I'm going out to Disneyland, I'm going to wear that stuff. And it usually sparks up conversation. Like, oh, you've been to Walt Disney World? It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like my home park. And, you know, da, 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 da. Or you're from New Orleans? Like, oh, yeah, I'm from New Orleans. Da, 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 da. Y'all give that much thought to the T-shirt y'all wear? Uh, just when I, I mean, just general. I don't go into exact, like, colors match with this. I'm just like, I want to wear these shirts that kind of represent my home or who I am or where I'm from. Now, you see, I, I don't think about it like that. I, I think about it more in the sense of, all right, I, I want to have a shirt. These are this is the shorts or these are the jeans or whatever I'm bringing. I want to be able to have stuff that goes with this, where, where I don't look like a goof walking around with you know like a purple shirt, and like a you know orange shoes. Yeah, that, well, not <laughs> shoes. I don't worry about my shoes. I wear one pair of shoes. It's tennis shoes. No, like right now I have a black shirt on and there's a girl on the telephone and the telephone is red. So I made sure I wore my black Adidas with the red stripes today. 
as I was out in public. So, so yeah, I do couple. take it to that level. He, <laughs> you do. Yeah, he matches more oh, than any of us. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you coordinate. There's I have general themes, but I don't go to the level either. No, no. there's That's a whole impressive. video about Lee and his fashion choices. Yes, yes. Yeah, everyone watch. It's quite yes. stylish. It's quite stylish. All right, so here come, we're coming around and get to the last three here. So number three, top right. three, top three. This is, and this is a long one. People who complain on vacation. These are the loud, complaining, and otherwise obnoxious guests. Uh, people that say, "I paid X amount of dollars. I could do whatever the hell I want." They're impatient, rude behavior. They're rude to other guests, and they're just plain down pushy. That's the number three thing that aggravates a lot of Disney fans. We're big guys, so short of maybe Carl getting at you in the line at one time, I don't think we really run across guests like that. Not that come up to us and say, I do what I want, but cut right in front of you, nothing you can do about it. I mean, I've not encountered that. Well, okay, so I understand the idea of complaining on vacation because yeah you do spend a lot of money and you want to be able to go like i I would be mad if i got into the parks and i'm like i want to ride this this and this and i don't understand beforehand like oh no you can't ride this this and this Mm -hmm. because when you re you know this whole idea of staying on a disney uh hotel site and being able to book fast passes when you're in the park doesn't necessarily translate to people who don't really do this often and so because of that they have an expectation that they get to ride X ride or Y ride, and then they realize they can't. So I understand that. That's just like a confusion. Yeah, but the idea of people who go above and beyond to like, I get to stand where I want, I can walk wherever I want, I get to cut where you, that, yeah, that obnoxious behavior. Again, I don't see it that often. Of course, we have partied with somebody who did that and we weren't on the receiving end of it. So, <laughs> oh, you talking about Sean? Yeah, yeah. So Sean they, was very much, but he was he did it in a, in a friendly way. He did it. No, it was it was a, a fun way. It yeah. was a fun way. But I mean, again, please I, stop rocking the the glider, sir. <laughs> what, what are you doing? Sorry, podcasting. <laughs> like, you know, um, standing up on the living with the land ride. That was funny. oh, that was asking for funny. that ghost of uh, uh, pirates. Oh yeah, uh, where, are his name is? where are you? I mean, so that's something that would drive other people crazy, but for me, that was a travel experience. Now, <laughs> a travel experience, yeah, I like that. But I, I would, I would say, I guess, okay, put it like this. But if I would come across somebody that would complain about their trip or about a ride or something like that, this has nothing to do with me. So I. I, I would ignore that, you know, now unless they're like, hey, look, you let that guy in before me or something like that. Well, then it's on. Like, you know, if I got a pass and you got a pass and I came in before you and I got my Long Island iced tea while you was in the bathroom, don't jump on me because I was getting my ultimate Long Island. You understand? Yeah, don't get jump on me because I had a max pass and you didn't. Exactly. You're waiting in line for two hours in the heat. That's your problem. That's your problem. That's right, Hans Gruber. That's right, Hans. Trying to pick on our boy Kevin. Trying to get up there in that line. Boy, but you know what? I had day. the high ground on that motherfucker. Too, so. <laughs> I was on the ramp going up to the car's ride, a, and he was still on the ground. I was like a, a big <laughs> I was a big mother. I was, I was like, kick him in the head, Kevin. Just kick him in the head. You're the one with the steel toe boots. You should have kicked him in the head. That's true. You did. That's true. I did. You know why he has a steel toe boot? Because <laughs> of the toenails. <laughs> Got steel toe toenails. <laughs> toenails. Keep him from coming out the shoe. That's exactly That's it, it, man. You got to keep him under control. You look like Teen Wolf without that. Right. I say that do life. I kick him in the head of my boots instead of my toenail. And every Moeek in the one of the day, Eli is no longer on this list. I right. told I asked him, like, why will you not cut those things? Sometimes I cut them. It's just 
you know, they just they just go. It's back. just he has to rent a chainsaw and everything. And it's just <laughs> <laughs> good. My weekends, we're gonna start a GoFundMe for Eli's yeah. toenails. But my fingernails, they can't grow like my my toes. You can get a pedicure for Eli. Yeah, yeah, and we'll film it. All right, can so I, number- before you move on, I want to I want to I just throw a different little the way I the way I heard this question in my mind is a little different than the way you guys did. I think is like I think one of the worst experiences I I see is when parents are yelling at their kids because we paid so much for this vacation and we did this and we, you know, it's like, dude, it's hot outside. Everyone's having a hard time. Like you, I, yeah, you paid a lot, but you know what? So did everyone else here. So just wait, chill out. Wait, 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 stop. What do you mean yelling at their kids? We paid a lot. Like we're not going back to the pool. I didn't pay for the damn pool. I paid for the parks. We're going to be here and we're going to do this. And you need to stop complaining because I paid so much for this vacation. And no, you can't have ice cream. You know how much I paid for this vacation? Like, I don't know. Like when I hear that come out of someone's mouth, I'm like, that's like the rudest thing you could tell your kids, like rub it in their face, how much you paid for this vacation. Like, like you, like almost saying you're not worth it. Like, I don't know. Oh, like, no, no, no. I don't oh, think no. that's what they're saying. I think what they're trying to, that's the way I heard it when you read it. I'm like, yeah, that's not cool, man. No, I, I get what you're saying. And I have heard that again, only sporadically, but I have heard that before, but I always took it as a point because when kids are there, when you, I don't know when the last time you went with a really young child. I want this. 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 Like I, you can't walk into a store. You can't exit a ride without your kid asking for three things on the way out the door. So I do understand that to a point. Yeah, I keep walking away. If somebody complains, I just be like, all right, whatever. It's got nothing to do with me, and I, I keep going. But yeah, the. You have to tell the kid, hey, chill out. We broke. That's essentially what the parent is saying. <laughs> I'm trying to make sure we can eat. So you can't eat the doll, but you can eat this meal. So we can't do that it. Is. It's almost like the psycho element of that parent coming out. Like it's almost like a, a what do you call it? Like a psychological. Uh, like, well, like a, like a, well, it's like, like a sitting, defense. It's like if you're on your couch with your therapist at that moment and you're like trying to work through your angst because we're here and we're having a miserable time because we can't do anything and we're hot and we're sweating and. So and so just wants everything in the world, and by the way, we just spit everything we have. <laughs> I don't even know we're gonna have a place to live when we get back. Dogs and cats living together. But I don't want to say that because we're on vacation. <laughs> Be happy. Oh, no, I, I, that's the thing. When you you spend that much money, and and you really you on a, you kind of a lot of people do that they, they go into debt to try and pay for these very expensive vacations, and you're coping with that as you go. I mean. Us who've been there a million times, we know, okay, parks are packed. There are other things that we can go do. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Hell, let's just go back to, you know, uh, Grand Floridian and we'll go by the bar and we'll have a drink or something. We'll do, there's always something you can do. But when you have young kids, that's a little bit tougher. So I can see that. I can I don't want to judge too harshly. Right, yeah, right, I don't. I, yeah, I don't judge the parent that's in that situation. We don't, we I just don't know walking. what those kids have been saying the past seven days to their parents. So yeah, that's so true. Maybe it's just to the point where they snap. But yeah, we don't know the dynamic. Yeah, you know, I yeah. don't know. I'll put them on that pedestal. I just keep walking. I mean, Lily. I mean, I can tell you, I mean, Lily gets fifteen percent of what she asked for in those Disney vacations because otherwise, we um that. That's, we'd have to put our house for sale. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I remember when uh, Hannah, when when I took her when she was younger. I mean, remember it was like a it was a stitch doll. It was this. It was that. It was the a Miley high, Cyrus makeover. Yeah, the makeover. I mean, like, and then it was still wanted to do horseback riding, and I was like, no, 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 can't can't do that. Can't you know? And it's like you don't want to be the bad guy, but at the same time, the kid has no clue of. The complexity of what's going on, so you can make that happen, and you don't want to tell them that. Shoot, when she got older, I mean, we went to the spa this two weeks ago, and it's like, uh, 
you just had a three hundred dollar uh, service. Hey, can I get a body scrub? Can I get you know? <laughs> no? Sh- <laughs> no sh- yeah, actually, we bought. I don't know why I'm saying this, but we bought new toilets for the house. Right? That cost a good bit. Yeah, no, I was like, yeah, it's, it's about time. She was like, yeah. That same night, she was like, hey, you know, let's go ahead and buy like an air fryer. Let's get this. I'm like, slow the f- down. Like now, nah, she's in her twenties at this point. I'm like, slow the f- down. Like this was like a lot of money for. For they this, dropped like four hundred dollars on two toilets. Yeah, you know. But the point is, is yes, my daughter wanted to still buy a whole sea of stuff and decorating, and it's like, no, I had to be that guy and be like, kid, we can't do this. We gotta, you know, you gotta, gotta save. You gotta budget. And so that's where I can see these parents having that situation or those talks with those kids. And that's not my business because I've had the same talk. So it's like the C.C. Peterson song. I, I just keep on walking. Keep yeah. on walking. That's it. My mother's favorite saying when I was younger, money doesn't grow on trees. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was all I ever heard. You think money just grows from trees? And you say, well, the paper from the money, I think that comes from trees. <laughs> that's when you get smacked in the yeah, mouth. <laughs> I, I don't remember anything after that. Science! No! Get out of here. Smack. Talking too smart, boy. Talking too smart. All right, All right. So the number two. Oh, two. Reason wow. that okay. ad, ad annoys Disney fans or aggravates Disney fans th- is this. It's when people say, you're going to Disney again. Oh. Yeah. Okay. I know you got something to say. <laughs> Trying to get me in trouble with my wife. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> Does she listen to the show? No. No. Oh, okay. You're good. <laughs> so it's just amongst us. Yeah. Yes. This is this is real. Yeah. <laughs> that's real. That's that's real. And I've had that same conversation with your wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, because we usually go. Danny and I would be right. We all Tag go on team. a trip. Oh, we yeah, all yeah, go yeah. on a trip. So yeah, she usually she goes at him first, but then like yeah, she's like you're paying for this too. You're going again. And then yes, I've had this with my my daughter. I've had this with my mother. You would have had it with your ex, I'm sure. Oh, my ex, it was more like you're going again instead of paying me, you know? So, yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah. I've had this one with my wife, every single one of my wife's friends. The only, like, it's just me and Lily at this point in time where we're just, and I don't know, I, I, my wife gets frustrated because she's like, I just want to see something else. And I'm like, well, just plan it then. <laughs> I mean, is it my fault that when, you know, like once a year, the child would like to go to Disney? I would like to go to Disney. That's what you're going to plan. Your family, <laughs> that's what we're going to plan. You plan your vacation and we'll go wherever you want to go. But it's always like, eh, I don't know. She doesn't plan. That's it. That's it. Exactly. Or she plans just like, you know, uh, well, let's go see the family in Racine. And, you know, cause she's from Wisconsin. Right. You know, so we end up going to that instead. I like a vacation vacation. Right. And I was playing the Carolinas. No, that's exactly it. Took it to Vegas one time. She's like, you know, eh, this is like everywhere we go. It doesn't seem like she's all that impressed. There's only so many places left in the world. That's it. I mean, we went to Europe and she's all like, I want to go to Europe again. I'm like, you complain the entire time we were there. <laughs> <laughs> like the first day, it's beautiful. And then three days after that, it's just like, oh, my God. You went through a lot to save up for that trip, too. I oh remember that. Oh, my God. Yeah. I remember that. She talked about oh, Disney's just so expensive. Europe? Europe? <laughs> yeah. Holy cow. I remember you told me. I won't say I remember you told me how much you had put up for that. I was like, boy, if. Love had a number. That was it. Uh, that was more than enough? That oh, was My Christmas bonus came in, and I was like, I got enough to cover this. And then by the time we got to the final stages and I got the real bill, like I, I was going to surprise her. I had to talk to her and be like, all right, I thought I could just swing this all by myself. 
I cannot. <laughs> You're going to have to contribute something if we're going to do this. And we ended up having to lop off Germany. and Because we were going to go to like England, France, and Germany. We had to cut off Germany. Anyway, we're getting beyond the point. But the point, getting back to what we were saying before, yes, from everyone. Everyone who doesn't get it, ask. Those who get it are like, how many times have you been to Disney? It's like people who like Lord of the Rings or something like that. Like, how many times have you watched... You know, uh, how many times have you watched Return of the Jedi or like super fans are like, you know, that's a point of, uh, yeah, I watched it four times last week. Yeah. When when I type this point here, I always reminded of uh, there was some quote that the Royal Bearers love that you would say when you have to explain why you're going back to Disney. Do you remember, do you remember what that was? Um, it was something along the lines is like, if, um, if I've got to explain why <laughs> Going at this point in time, I mean, oh, I, know. I, I, I got time I to explain. That's it. Exactly. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. I don't yeah. have the time to explain to you why we have to go back. Right. Again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I always that. love that. I yeah. I always I always get that, and I think again, it's always because I'm the one that's like making the trip happen. So somebody's always like, it's funny how it works. How somebody always has better ideas for what to do with your money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Like, you're like, hey, look, I put this together. I'm going to go to this trip. No, you need to go here. Let's go here. Like, where your money at? You don't have nothing to put in? This where we're going. How you doing? You know, my favorite quote was what Lee said. Like, you know, because like, we just got back from going on a little mini vacation, Eli and me. And um, Ooh, it was so nice. Yeah, it was. And But Lee said this before where people will bitch. I'm like, but Disney's so expensive. Yeah, vacations are expensive. I spent just as much, if not more money, in Vegas. I spent way more money when we went uh, to Europe. When we went to Alabama, the spa day alone was over 1000 And that's not even getting to the $500 a day rooms that we had, which were nicer. Like $500 a day at Disney will get you a standard room. $500 a day will get you a suite over at... Uh, Beach, the grand yeah, yeah. Mm. And so i mean vacation is just expensive and so i just find that i get more from my vacation dollar at disney just because there's so much to do and it just so happens to appeal to my creative side and my daughter's youthful side that's that's a great point the creative side that was that's another thing i usually have to tell people but to, you, yeah but you explain it to them and they don't care they just look at you like ah they're, they're civilians and not mm, creatives yeah that's exactly it it must be nice though right because you'd be like why you just do this do that why'd you go to the country like i want to go to the country it's so basic we talked to some friend of my wife and like well what about your kid like you know where'd you take your kid I'm like germany I said, she's eight. <laughs> what is she going to remember and want to see in Germany? Oh, she loved Germany and stuff like that. Talk to the she kid. She must go to McDonald's in Germany. You know? <laughs> right. right. Dude, I said, so if you could go anywhere in the world, uh, where would you want to go? Disney World. Like that. And the mom's like, no, no, no. You loved it. You remember? Where- <laughs> <laughs> oh, they have to remind them. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to remind Like, yeah, I know. But I'd like to go to Disney World <laughs> because they wouldn't take her because there's some stigma that you're not. culturally um it's almost like disney is like because it's plastic or fake or something it's like real world yeah it's you're not yeah what's the word uh uh, sophisticated sophisticated yeah yeah. that's it and that's what that parent is like but i spent all this money for you to go to germany (laughs) well this uh, this little part of the conversation y'all had leads me to the number one reason what's the number one reason the number one reason a majority of these articles that are researched say is annoying or aggravating to disney fans is this when people say Disney is just for kids, aren't you too old for Disney? 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. There again, just other people putting down what you like to make themselves feel better. Like they don't get why you're happy. So they have to hurt something about it. they have to poke at it. I mean, it's like, I don't get that. Yeah. If, if people are happy doing what they're doing, God bless. Yeah. Let them do yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Like we talked before, Lord of the Rings. I don't get Lord of the Rings. I've watched Lord of the Rings. It bores, bores me to tears. But for those people who love Lord of the Rings, love it. Good for them. Live it. Watch it. Know it. You know, whatever you need. That's it. That's life. That's what it's all about. Finding what you're passionate about and making something out of it. The funny thing is, is like whenever I would, when I would book the trips a lot and uh, I would talk to family members, it was, it was kind of funny because they would say, they would say that to me like, you're a little too old. And I'm like, well, what do you do? I go to the casino. Okay, so your plan is is you go somewhere where you lose money, but there's still bells and whistles and people singing. You're still playing a game. You're playing a game. Exactly. It's like you're doing the same thing, except you're going broke faster than I am. I just have better stuff to see. You're getting a better return on your dollar. Exactly. Than they are. Or like uh, in my mother's case, you know. I bless her heart. I mean, you know, she she took me when I was real small, and she's just like, yeah, I don't get it, you know, blah blah blah. I'm like, what do you do for fun? Well, I go to like uh, church funks. We go on the bus ride, and we go to the you go to the church, and we go to this other church and sing and dance and do Baptist, you know, church stuff. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Cool. The point is, you're going somewhere that makes you happy. But in order for you to be happy, you still have to one travel somewhere else than outside of your house. Two, be surrounded by something that's noise and three you have to have singing so disney has all of that right it's got all of that and then some so i i always hear that uh i just look and say hey look again i'm gonna go where i want to go and so you know i just let you know this is where you ha- you gotta watch the house for four days that's well, the church going woman maybe we could start that up like the the, the church of mickey the church of <laughs> the church of mickey <laughs> That's right. Uh-huh. Amen. God bless you. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> hey, Walt. Hey, Walt. Oh, hey. Hey, Walt. Hey, Walt. Hey, Walt. Hallelujah. <laughs> A reading from the book of Fantasia. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so. The third book of imagination. <laughs> <laughs> Turn this page here. Turn this page. And Prophet Figment once said. Yes, Lord. You know what's funny about this is, number one, the last time I heard this kind of statement come out of somebody was when, um, a long time ago, we had a couple of, I guess, co-workers, friends, Annie and Amy on the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they, they they said that. That's the last time I actually heard that verb for verb, uh, word, verb for verb. That was very specific. Word for word. Yes. <laughs> um, that, you know, Disney was just for kids, but along the line, somehow, I guess you convinced them that it was otherwise when they actually went to the trip and they enjoyed it as just a couple before the kids goes. And so that's the last time I actually heard that statement. I haven't heard it really as much in my, in my normal life. Just either people respect the fact that I like Disney and so they don't want to offend me or that's about it. Because they think Disney is just uh, Magic Kingdom and rides. They don't realize that you have a whole world show- showcase that you can walk through. And, you, know, you feel like you're transported into these different countries. You feel like you're sampling different cuisines that you wouldn't find anywhere else. You have five-star restaurants. You have ornate bars that you couldn't find anywhere else. You There is so much for adults to do in Disney. But when you cl- my, my wife was like that. The first time we went to Disney... She didn't want to go. Like, I, I'll pay for everything. Just go. And this is before we had a kid or anything like that. And we were in the park. 
We stepped foot into Epcot. We walked through. We got to the countries. We were, and, and I will never forget, we were on El Rio de Tiempo, when, which caught, we were driving through, and the fireworks going off in the ceiling. And it was like, all I heard from her was, whoa. <laughs> like like Ted from Bill and Ted. Like just, like, and she was just in heaven. Now, again, I... A preface to say we went during 9-11 we didn't know but we had gone right after 9-11 the parks were empty we walked on we did whatever we, and she was so into it the only thing that takes her out of disney is the, they have first class spas there if you were in the spas you could do that i mean there's just there's nothing that you can't do there except skiing that's the only thing i think that you can't do and then there's blizzard beach so you can kind of pretend pretend on on liquid snow okay so i agree with you danny and i I know that there's a lot of times where people haven't been to disney before or maybe their friends want them to go and you're like well hey you know there's food and wine festival there's this that and the other there's all this stuff for adults and that's that's all good stuff but take that all out of the picture what if it is just for kids who cares who doesn't want to be a kid again man no responsibilities no bills you know like that's the whole point of going on vacation is to get away from reality and what a better place to get away from reality than walt disney world so is it for kids okay yeah it is it's not really for kids walt specifically designed it for families but so what if i want to be a kid again for you know a week why is that such a bad thing uh yeah no i'm with you Like, so what if I want to just, like, pretend? And so what if I want to eat ice cream for breakfast? (laughs) You know? (laughs) And so what if I just want to, you know, sit back and get immersed in a, you know, a Disney movie and remember, you know, watching Dumbo as a kid and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Taking taking a picture with a childhood hero. Like, I'll still watch Muppets and it'll transport me back to when I was a kid watching it. I mean, yeah, no, there's absolutely... Look, I've said it a million times before. I mean, and we all have our own reasons for why we love Disney, but I've, I've said it a million times over. It's not just because of all the different entertainment options, relaxation options, restaurants. To me, Disney is the mecca of creativity. It is for any aspiring artist who ever wanted to tell a story. I mean, throw a rock and you're going to hit something where it's like, oh my God... This is where they came up with the idea for doing an indoor restaurant where the birds sing a song and they tell a story and then it translated. And now we got the tiki room out of this. You know, it's like there's always something to look at. So that's what I love about it. As somebody who all you know, that was that's a dream. Like you, you create characters and you want to go ahead and, and, and have characters that you put forth out there into the world where people look at and read your stories or, or and appreciate it. I mean, that's what Eli does for a living. That's what we did with our, our comic strip and whatnot. That's what we did with Judah. I mean, it, it's the constant strive to create a world that people would like to just visit for a little bit. That's creative. Escape the real world, as it were, for a small amount of time. And so, look, guys, that's the end of that list. That Those are the top 12 things after compiling every point from uh, – uh, the, all the resources that I've compiled. Those are the top 12 things that were repeated over and over again. So guys, let us know what you think about this list. And if you had any more to add, we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that show. And if you want to learn more about us, the Magic Are we podcast, magicareway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. You can also get in touch with us in the following ways to share your opinion. You can shoot an email at show at magicarway.com, leave us a voicemail via our speak pipe widget on the homepage, or you can call or send us a text message. Yes, I did say text us at 1815-MOWEEKEN. That is 1-815-MOWEEKEN-669-4226. 
And of course, we got a couple guys to do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we got Eli does things with comics. All right, Rob, tell him what he's got going on. Hey, Rob Liefeld here, Deadpool, Cable, X Force, Domino, Marvel Comics, Image Comics, all of it. You guys, what is up? Eli Ivory, what a great name. Eli Ivory, comic guru. I'm here to talk about you. I am here to say, check out ivorycomics.com. That's right, you. Check out ivorycomics.com. I-V-O-R-Y-C-O-M-I-C-S.com. If you're not doing that, you're missing out. You're missing out. Uh, the Savages comic cannot be beat, cannot be surpassed. You need to check it out. Experience it for yourself. And you know the story. It's all about the glory. Congrats to you and all the magic that you're making with your Ivory Comics. Eli Ivory, comic book guru. Check out IvoryComics.com. Comic book guru. Eli Ivory. The whole package. Deadpool said to. Do it. IvoryComics.com. Right now. Lightfield out. That's right. You heard what Rob said. That man knows exactly what he's talking about from one guru to another guru. So, yeah, please feel free to visit the Ivory Comics website where you get to see uh, Savages and Molly Be Damned and Project Geisha, all that good artwork. And, of course, you always get a link to this podcast so you never miss a beat or an episode. You can also find me on Facebook, Eli H. Ivory. As long as you are a real person, you're welcome. And as long as you're a bot, you're not. And actually, I had a bot try to reach out to me. They almost got away with it, but I caught them. So I didn't make them afraid. It was like a a Hannah bot. No, Some, it was someone's like, imitating your child. No, no, no. It was like a. It was like a. Was it a Vi botter? The machines a, have evolved. They're taking over. They know what I like. It's scary. <laughs> it was like this <laughs> picture of this lady, like you know, all made out and stuff, and you know, it was like was it Sarah Connor. Almost Sarah Connor. <laughs> And uh, yeah, but I say like, no, no. You try to turn me into a bot. Nah. Uh, you can also see the Project Geisha Facebook page. So you can always go ahead and get some likes on there. Appreciate that. Uh, Instagram on there too. Checking out people stuff, putting up likes and you know hearts and whatnot. So I can be found there at eiv five zero four. And of course on Twitter, I can be found at Hancock ten one sixty six. So if you appreciate the madness, that you're just bringing me the gladness. Thank you very much. And if you want to book a vacation so people can tell you you're going again, you can do so with <laughs> Lee. Lee, tell them how to do this. Uh, just give me a call at 832-431-1621. That's 832-2020. 832-FU-2020. God, that's so aggressive. Ah, hey, I felt like that it. in my loins. Uh, email me at lee at magicarway.com. Facebook, you can find me on Facebook.com slash Lost City Travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A Travel. Instagram, you got a friend in Lee Travel. If you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no. Hasselvika! Now, Lee, as a Disney travel agent, have you been able to count the n- amount of vacations you've booked this year on one hand yet? Uh, well, I don't know that I've gotten up to... Yeah, it's definitely one hand, if I'm lucky. <laughs> If I'm lucky, I could probably count it on one of uh, Eli's toenails. There you but, go. Uh, well, that's a lot of people in a hard surface. <laughs> oh man! No, I mean, uh, you know, it's a lot of people just waiting and uh, seeing. So we got to—we're really waiting for uh, you know fall of 2021 to open up so that we can move some of these 2020 vacations over there. So you know, so there's a lot of people hanging on, waiting, wait and see, wait and see. So just uh, what can you do? All right, look. And in addition, there's so many ways to support the show as a whole. You can And you can find them all on our website, magicarway.com. 
Any way in which you can support the show is deeply appreciated. We also want to take a second and thank you for being a loyal listener, and we love hearing from our listeners. All opinions are welcome on the Magic Our Way podcast, so make sure you get in touch with us today. So, my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quahari. My name is Kevin. And I'm Day. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with tacos. Toenail tacos. They're crunchy. You know what, Eli? What? It doesn't matter where I am, but I always have Mad Hatter Radio with me. That's it. It's it all is. about the Mad Hatter Radio heart. It is, man. I have it always with me. Uh, when I'm at work, Mad Hatter Radio. That's it. It's when I'm at home, go. Mad Hatter Radio. When I'm in the John, Mad Hatter Radio. That's right. Fits you like a glove because it's like a hat. I'm a madman in there. Because it's Mad Hatter Radio. That's right.